0: He's from California, way more chill and laid back. I'm the definition of a fast-talking East Coaster. I mentioned I was from Vienna, and he said, oh, you don't have an accent. I said, what do you mean? He's like, Vienna's in Austria. I was like, yeah, it's also a stop on the metro.
1: Vienna, Virginia, in case none of our listeners actually get that.
2: It's on the orange line? Orange
0: right. and blue? No, Just orange.
2: orange. Yep, Just the end of the orange <sighs> line. <sighs> I never go out there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Anthony Weiner caught in yet another sexting scandal. I love him.
0: I have forgiven him. It is great to be here at the Washington Hilton.
2: It's something a prostitute might say to a congressman.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Under the Beltway. I'm Anna. And I'm Rena. It's been a while since we've done an episode. Um, I feel like we should do an update on our dating lives. Or Anna's dating life. (laughs) Okay, update. Uh, Going on a lot of dates.
2: Not a lot of hot gossip there. But I did have a question for you about some dates that I recently went on.
1: Ask away.
2: So I went on three dates with this guy i met on Bumble. And I wasn't really feeling a romantic connection at all. But I was showing his pictures to my friend who thought he was really cute. So now I kind of want to set them up. Do you think that would be weird?
1: Well, I don't know. So you actually want so you actually want him to date this friend of yours. For sure. He was cool. It just wasn't going to work. And he was actually a really nice guy, which is honestly not that common. So basically what you're saying is you don't want to waste a decent human being who you've already vetted. Right. I mean, online dating is a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been told. On this podcast, it is a lot of
2: work so the more efficient i can make this process by passing on decent people the better
1: then do it you have my blessing anyway don't you have an update um i recently asked my boyfriend if i could go back on tinder so what? there's that <laughs> well okay don't get too excited i'm back on tinder specifically to offer up my photography services to the Profile Pick Challenge citizens of DC Tinder. Um, There's some backstory behind this. Our roommate slash inspiration for this podcast um, wanted a Profile Pick update a while back, and I do photography and video work professionally, so thought I'd lend my services to her, and it it was a ton of fun. We went around DC on a photo shoot. She got some cool photos to update her dating profile with, and now... I'm offering up that same service to the masses on Tinder. So, get at me, DC. You know where to find me on this podcast. <laughs> so that's my Simple. life update. Moving on. Let's get to today's interview.
2: We talked to someone who went on a Washington Post Date Lab date in July. In case you don't read Date Lab Weekly like we do, the Washington Post sets up two people in the DMV area on a date.
1: And these people aren't random. They submit a dating profile, and the Washington Post sets two people up hoping for the perfect match. Afterwards, the Post interviews both of them separately to see how it went. And as you can imagine, this doesn't always go very well. And sometimes it goes horribly.
2: The person we talked to who went on the Date Lab date is Jessie Peterson. She's 23, a management consultant, and she's from Vienna, Virginia, and moved back to the DC area after college when she started writing about her dating stories on her mostly anonymous blog, Tinder District. Not only has she gone on more than 125 dates since she moved back to D.C., she also was lucky
1: enough to go on a Washington Post date lab blind date. Unfortunately for us, Jessie went on a date lab date and survived to tell us about it, so we never have to go on (laughs) one. Thank God. Um, we talked to her about her date lab date and what was left out of the Washington Post's actual article that published. Um, we also asked her how Tinder District came about and her most memorable dating stories. If you want to find out about Jessie's other dates, you can check
2: out her blog at tinderdistrict.com. We got hooked up with Jessie through Glenn's Garden Market and our friend Shauna, who has worked with Jessie because she also has a baking blog, Scones and Patron
1: make sure to check those out um also make sure to follow us on instagram and twitter and subscribe to our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and send us your worst dating stories through our website underthebeltway.com that's our next episode hopefully you can relate some- somehow <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah or contribute yeah all right and here's our interview Tell us, what was the application process like to be on Date Lab? The application was pretty lengthy.
0: Um, it was all of your basic stuff. So what's your profession? How old are you? What neighborhood do you live in? What are your dietary restrictions? Everything to dating preferences. So describe your ideal date. And then things like favorite food, favorite book. Um, I'm pretty sure I put, are you there, vodka? It's me, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea um, Handlers, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely favorite food I put, like, is a margarita of food? So it was very much like, I don't know, I created, like, a character for myself that I felt was very accurate. Um, And so I thought it was a pretty good representation
2: of who I was. And then what did you say what you were looking for in the application? You say, like, what you're
0: looking for as in respect to, like, Um, You're looking for like a long term relationship or like you're just dating around. Um, I think I put that I was seeing what happened. The most vague answer in the whole entire world.
1: (laughs) Just (laughs) chillaxing. I just don't, I just honestly don't know. Yeah. Do you have to submit a picture? Yes. What did yours look like?
0: Um, It was a pretty recent picture of me from a party
1: with friends. Um, So, fairly accurate. So, how did you find out about actually getting matched? Like, take us through, take us to the day that you found out um, and what you felt during that.
0: Well, I was at a work happy hour and then I was at a different happy hour with my friend at L'Oreal Plaza. So, I was pretty drunk on a Wednesday and I hopped into bed. Uh, pulled out my phone to check my email and my bumble and what do i have in my email inbox but a message from amanda mcgrath of the washington post subject line date lab so i immediately popped back out of bed <laughs> called my mom snapchat and texted all my friends they were like what's date lab and i was like oh my gosh your it's friends like, don't know what date lab is I, yeah some of them do who like grew up around here but most of them were just like What's that? And I was like, you uncultured people.
2: (laughs) When I first moved to D.C., one of my friends was like, I talk about this a lot, so I'm going to need you to start reading it pretty regularly. (laughs) Okay, so you got an email from Amanda. Yes. What did it say? Um, It said, hey, Jesse, we found you a match.
0: Would you be available to go on a date next uh, Wednesday, July 5th? If so, respond to this email. Once you and your date both respond, I'll send you more information. So I responded immediately, and I didn't hear anything for like four days. (laughs) At which point You're I got right. a waiver. <laughs> so I filled out the waiver and then I didn't hear anything for another two days. So the day before the date is when I got the next set of information. What was the waiver? It was like... Um, if the date goes I terribly, sue. I won't <laughs> sue daylight. I think that's pretty much <laughs> My it. My date sets
1: me on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not your fault.
0: Um, like I, I'm letting the Washington Post use anything I say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm letting them use a picture of me. Et cetera, et cetera. I didn't really read the whole thing. I just kind of signed <laughs> it and turned it back because, like, I don't read anything.
1: Right. Terms and
0: conditions. <laughs> Only date yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What did they tell you before you met up? They told me that my date was at
0: 6.30 p.m. at Iron Gate in DuPont and that my date's name was Dan and that was it. Nothing else. Nothing
2: else.
1: Did they tell you – they told you, like, how much you had to spend, though, right?
0: Yeah. So they told us how much we had to spend and that, like, we should walk in, tell them we were with the Washington Post. And then they would guide us to our table, and the photographer would show up shortly thereafter. She just, like, showed up. My date and I had just met. She was like, it's better if you're on the same side of the table. So I was like, okay. (laughs) Hopped around to his side, like, put my arm around this stranger. So it was at the beginning of the date that she showed up? Yeah, within five minutes. Okay. And then she just kind of left. I was going to say, how are you feeling?
2: Before the date, how are you feeling?
0: I was kind of nervous just because I didn't know what, anything about him, like what he looked like or if he was like really weird. Um, but did you try to Google him? No, his, I only knew Dan. Dan.
1: Dan. They I, are they're amazing. clearly only in
0: Dan's in DC. And they're doing that on purpose. So and I knew that my friends were coming because I had told them where the date was and they had made a reservation. So friends were at the restaurant, you know, just waiting, waiting for me and my date.
2: Okay, hold on. So yeah, okay, so walk us through the date itself. You show up, you tell the hostess that you're with Washington Post, and then what happens? You're wearing flats. Um, flats. I'm wearing flats. Paint us a picture.
0: And Anna, I tell the hot as hell host that I'm with the Washington Post, and I'm like, are you my date? (laughs) Unfortunately, he was the host. (laughs) But he, so he walked me to our table, and it's in the back room. And my friends were sitting at a table in the corner. So they were like, you have to sit on the chair so that you're facing away from us and won't get distracted. Your date will sit on the bench so we can watch his facial reactions.
1: Okay, can we just pause? Your friends are at this restaurant. My friends are there. How many friends? Five. (laughs) Who are they? Like, how close are they to you?
0: Um, Like, my best gay friend, Keegan. My, like, best guy friend, Matt. My, like, best girlfriend, Kelsey, my other friend, Rachel, and the guy I hooked up with the night before,
1: Ben, who's visiting from Atlanta. Oops.
2: <laughs> Did you know they were going
1: to be there? Did you know everyone was going to be there? Did yeah. you know Ben from Atlanta was going to be there?
0: So I I only knew that Keegan and Kelsey were going to be there. Once I saw that, it was very clear that uh, Ben was going to be there because he was visiting Matt and Keegan, so I didn't expect did him to be at home. <laughs> um, unsupervised. So, <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, there they were. Okay. And this was July 5th, Yes, the date was, and right after a July 4th weekend, which obviously means that, you know, partying, drunken, yeah, a drunken July 4th celebration. Yeah, and
0: so, like, when my date showed up, I was like, how was your 4th of July weekend? And he was like, where are you from? What do you do? And I was like, why are we networking? (laughs) Oh, no.
2: Because you live in Washington, D.C.
0: Yeah, but I'm an interesting D.C. person. Versus the rest of the people in D.C.? Versus people who just try to network. I just want to know how his 4th of July was. Yeah. Like, did he see fireworks?
1: (laughs) Um, Did you tell him... Anything about your 4th of July weekend without him asking or anything like that? I don't think I had, like, room
0: to. Because shortly after he asked me these introductory questions, mm-hmm. um, Danny Sice showed up and was like, let's pose! <laughs> <laughs> how was is, how is
2: the posing? Yeah, tell us about
0: um, it. So it was incredibly awkward for a few reasons. First of all, because he obviously was not comfortable with physical contact, which was weird. Um, like, dude, you're 27. Like, get with the times.
2: He, um, how do you, why do you To be that? fair, Anna here. I also am not good with physical contact, and I'm 27, but I fucking do it, so I'm on yeah. your
0: side of this He one. just, like I, was, like, I was, like, I was, like, I'll put my arm around you, and he's, like, I
2: mean, I guess. And I was just, like. He, he said that? Yeah. We're
0: posing for, like, a picture for
2: the newspaper. I was gonna say, sir. you do that with, like, strangers if yeah. it's a photo like that. <laughs> eh, mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. If you're on Date Lab. Yeah, put your arm around
0: each other. So we get to like picture number three, and he just goes, "Should we dab?" And I was like, "What?" (laughs) And then before I knew it, we were dabbing. And (laughs) you went along with it though, so (laughs) yeah, you're a good sport. Yeah. The Washington Post owns a photo of me dabbing, and I
2: can't (laughs) be president. I just can't. There's nothing wrong with dabbing. (laughs) Okay, so you dab. So okay, so she took three photos of y'all. And then she
0: was like, no, she took several more. And then she was like, let's go to the
2: bar. (laughs) Oh, really?
0: Yeah. So we had to stand up. That's the one they used Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, I was going to say,
0: because you weren't sitting down Mm -hmm. in the photo. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we walk over to the bar, take several more pictures. I'm taller than him, like a little bit. So it was like kind of awkward. And I specifically put in my application several times, like... My type is taller than me. Deal breakers, shorter than me. And I like rounded up on my height. I'm five, nine and a half. I put five ten. I was like, I was covering all of my bases and I was sorely disappointed. You were a smart date labber.
1: And you were flats. And our flats. He also could have just lied on his application. They have no way to bet that, you know? Yeah.
2: So I think that is what happens a yeah. lot of the time. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we headed back to our table and our waitress was like super nice. She was very chill and laid back. So she kind of, like, walked us through the style of restaurant. It was a Mediterranean and Italian tapas restaurant. Um, and I'm vegetarian, so they had a lot of really good vegetarian options, which was nice. And so I think we ordered, like, a drink each. I got, like, a gin cocktail. He got a different cocktail. And we ordered a couple, like, appetizers.
1: Okay.
2: How much did you have to spend? $125. Okay. How is that – so were you just, like, kind of not thinking about the prices and just ordering whatever? Yeah. Okay. That's actually – I'm glad they do that. That's kind of So nice. that you can just, like, focus on the date yeah um okay so your friends were sitting next to you or where where were yeah where in proximity were they to your table
0: they were like diagonal but they were very close it was probably like one table away on one side and like two tables away on the
2: other side could they hear what you were saying for the most part i i think um could you i mean could you hear them a little remember. bit. But they weren't talking
0: about me. Otherwise, okay. I would have actually murdered them. Yeah, I think I would have, too. <laughs> uh, the biggest thing was that my my phone was in my purse, and I wore, like, a crossbody bag, so it was, like, sitting in my lap, and I could just feel it going off because my friends were, like, blowing up our group text with a bunch of other friends. Um, and I had a few texts after the fact that I read that were, like, overheard, like, shameless self-promotion of blog. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, you were like, I so think that's
0: me. I was just, like... <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> so they could obviously hear at least somewhat
1: of what we were saying. Yeah. So talk us through what you actually said on the date. Like what, what was, what were the conversation topics? Obviously, he was a networker type. Um, was there anything else that stood out from that conversation?
2: Yeah.
0: It was a little bit weird because he'd say a lot of like contradictory things. Like after I told him that I was from Vienna and he was confused, um, thought it was Austria and I had to set him straight. Um, we then launched into like working, I work in Boston, so I was like, oh yeah, like I work in Boston, um, Tuesday through Thursday, and he's like, oh cool, Boston, Maryland. (laughs) I was like, no, it's in Arlington, um, and so then I, I figured he was pretty new to D.C., so Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, how long have you been here? He's like, oh, three years, and I was like, sir, you have ridden an orange or silver line train at one point in the three years that you've been in D.C., um, but then he works on the hill, so I figured, like, maybe he had never left, like, the Ivy City Bloomingdale area where he said he lived, and mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, no, I used to live in DuPont, and I was like, well, what, what on earth? <laughs> like,
1: how do you not know where these places are, so? Some people
2: just don't leave their bubble.
1: Yeah. I confess that As if like, I didn't work in Roslyn, I would zero percent leave uh, if D.C. I'm, whenever my or. friends invite me to
2: bars that are not in, within walking distance, I get, I'm like. <laughs> Do I have to? Must yeah. I take it over? Um, so yeah, what, okay, so what did you guys talk about? Um, we talked about
0: geography, obviously. Um, we talked about traveling. So he used to be in the army, which was cool. Um, he's, so he's from California. He used to be in the army, and then he moved to D.C. three years ago to work on the hill. Um, but then he was talking about how he loves traveling, and he had been in Italy like visiting some buddies a couple weeks before, um, which, so he was like, if you need help with anything on the menu, like, I was just in Italy. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I asked him if he wanted to get risotto. And he's like, what's risotto? She's
2: oh. like, it's Italian. Okay, well. <laughs> was the conversation, other than that, was the conversation awkward at all? Because I mean, you have literally nothing to go off. Like, oh, yeah. Um, we were there for three
0: hours. I mean, and there weren't many dead spots in the conversation. Okay. But, like, we just didn't have a lot in common. Um, he talked about the Black China and Rob Kardashian drama for a solid 25 minutes, and I'm not quite sure how he was aware of that. Um, but then I read his, like, bio once the article came out and it said that he loved dank memes. And I was just like... <laughs> I did see that. He's
1: culturally savvy for the pop lifestyle.
0: Okay, it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so why do you think you guys... Why do you think the Washington Post, like, matched you guys together? Because it sounds as if... and. I could be totally wrong here, but it sounds like you guys didn't click. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: I have literally no clue why we were matched together, especially because, like, in my profile, uh, once again, I was very much like, I love going out. Like, my friends mean the world to me. Um, and he, at some at some point, we were talking about, like, where we go out and how often we go out. And uh, he was like, oh, I hate going out on, like, 14th and you all the bars there remind me too much of like drunk college girls who like never really grew up. And I was like, me, <laughs> literally me sitting right here. That's me. I was there last night, I'm going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> um, so when I was talking to Amanda, uh, during our interview, she was like, I'm really surprised that it didn't work out because I thought you guys were a great fit from your applications. I was like, why? And she's like, I don't know if you seemed like really fun and outgoing and like very much like you. And I was like, well, either they did a bad job matching and she doesn't actually know what to look for, or he lied. Mm-hmm. Um, I I over know. I would bet on him lying.
1: Yeah. I think Or just having a different conception of yeah. himself yeah. than is actually the truth. Though. Which I think
2: is like the problem with online dating is mm-hmm. you will you're you're putting like maybe not an accurate or I don't know, you're not using the same base as everyone else and then you get yeah. that's another
1: um oh you do have a theory though about um people getting matched like I I remember you saying that you think there are definitely more women that apply to date lab than guys um can you talk a little bit more about that
0: yeah so um I was surprised because I have read date life date lab wow I've read date lab my whole life and like in a lot of the articles, it's always like, Oh, like my friend or I applied two years ago and I finally got chosen. Like I thought it was never going to happen. So when I applied in March, I was like, I'll probably hear back like next March. Yeah. Um, and so when I asked him how far long ago he had applied, because I got matched within like three months, he was like, Oh, I applied last week. Um, and I was like. Okay, so I think for that a they, July like, date, they yeah. like got his application, like went back through their like stacks of women, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and were like, okay, this girl. Um, <laughs> and even in my interview, Amanda was like, "By the way, like if you have any friends, especially male friends, okay, mm-hmm. who are single, like tell them to apply." So <laughs> men,
2: apply to JLab. If you're free dinners. free dinner a good dinner,
1: yeah, a yeah. hundred twenty-five dollar dinner. Yeah. <laughs>
2: maybe Rena and I should say we're gay and I, like have. <laughs> Perfectly matching applications, and then just yeah. like, go out for
1: dinner. I think mean, that sounds great. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's both say well, that like, we run a dating podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: like, you guys have so much. In college,
1: <laughs> did can't you, wait for your interview.
2: <laughs> <laughs> did you guys talk about why you think they matched you on the date?
0: No. Or did you sort of? Did spaghetti? you talk
2: about date at all? Or did you kind of avoid that?
0: Um, we didn't talk about date lab till the end when I was like, "Hey, we obviously
2: hated each other. We did not get <laughs> along at all."
0: <laughs> Right. I think it was very clear on both sides that we were not, like, it was not going anywhere.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: And so I was like, hey, like, I read this article in the New York Times called Undatables, where, like, similar thing, and a guy rated a girl oh, a
1: one. Wait, I read that same article. Yeah. I remember that. It was, that. Fun, it was <laughs> funny. It was
0: sad. The guy rated the girl a one, and she, like, couldn't go out in public. Oh, no. Like, I would have, like, moved to, like, Hawaii.
2: Um, okay, well, everyone wants to move white. I know,
0: <laughs> but I would have used <laughs> that this was an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Um, and so I was like, I like explained that story, and I was like, I don't want to meet lives ruined
2: here. Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, how about we both rate each other the same, and we're very nice in our interviews? You said that essentially those words. Um, and he was like, Yeah, cool. That sounds good. Um, and so I did I was like, you did talk- not
2: decide on an actual. Point? No, we did.
0: Oh, what I was said, it? I said, Cool. Um, I'm gonna rate you a three point five. Um, I'd appreciate it if you did the same. He was like, yeah, sounds great. It's inter- So what did
2: he actually rate you? 2.7. And what did you rate him? 3.5.
1: Whoa, the sounds
2: game like theory. He, yeah, I <laughs> have yeah, date lab here. I studied economics.
0: <laughs> I thought we <laughs> that. I did not think things were getting that petty. <laughs> that's this rough,
1: is, man. Uh, an <laughs>
2: economist needs to study the date lab uh, <laughs> rating system.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. And I so,
2: so when did – okay, so – You, when, how long did the article come out after you guys went on your date?
0: So it ran online on August 3rd, so it was almost a full month. Okay. How did you feel before the article came out? Were you super pumped? I was, I was pumped because it was like my big break for uh, my dating blog. Mm -hmm. But I was like a little bit nervous because, just because like the date hadn't gone well. Honestly, okay. I was mostly nervous they're using the dabbing picture.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think I would be too. Yeah. So they, Amanda, after the date, Amanda calls you, I'm guessing, and you you talk to her once. Yeah. And then she talks to the other person. Yeah. And then she writes up the interview. Mm -hmm. So how did the interview match up to what you said or what he said and what actually happened? So I will say that nothing in the interview was made up like none of those
0: words (laughs) didn't come out of my mouth. Uh However, paraphrasing Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, is a thing. So I think because I had rated him higher in the end, they played me more as like the person who liked him and him more as not liking me. Okay. And I don't know how his interview went. So I don't know the answers to this. What I thought was unfair is that Since I went first, like, I was just going off my experience, and then from his answers in the interview, it was clear that she had bounced things that I had said off of him. Mm, So, like, when I said the Vienna thing, he said, ha-ha, that shows you how new I am to DMV geography, so she had obviously told him what I said. Mm -hmm. I see. So I think the person who goes later gets kind of an advantage in the situation. Mm -hmm. That's, like, any debate, kind of. Did you know you were going... Did she... Tell you that she was going to interview you first? Um, She didn't tell me, but I asked him what time his interview was. Mm. And mine was at, like, 5 p.m., so I was driving home from work, and his was at 6.
1: Okay. And so did you – did she call you back after his interview to, like, double-check maybe what he had said and whether or not that was correct? Um, She said that if there had been any
0: inconsistencies that were, Mm. like – that stood out, she would have called me back, but Mm -hmm. I never heard from her, so. Okay. Okay.
1: nothing. All right. Did you, what were like the things that stood out most in, in the actual Date Lab piece that ran? Like what got your goat? <laughs> so
0: um, I'm vegetarian, but I like am not strict to vegetarian. Like I would never judge anyone else for their food choices. And one of the things that he harped on throughout literally the entire article was the fact that he wanted to order the steak the whole time. And he was like so annoyed that I was vegetarian because he couldn't order the steak. Um, and, like, in the end of the date, he was, like, 2.7, I can't date a vegetarian, I went home and ordered a turkey leg, which, like, A, we left at, like, 10. So you got home to, like, Ivy City at, like, 10.30. Where on earth <laughs> do you get a turkey leg at 10.30 in D.C.? Is it on Uber Eats?
2: I'm still not sure. I should do research. Um, uh, did he, what on your date, did he make a big deal about you being a vegetarian?
0: He never mentioned it. He, like, never brought up wanting to order anything. Interesting. Okay. Um, and so... But, like, obviously, we're not paying for it. Like, the Washington Post is paying for it. Right. Like, if you don't like me and I ob- obviously didn't like each other,
2: order whatever you want. Yeah. I yeah. don't care. I want to eat my own food. Yeah. It's fine. How did, you- how did the ordering go? Did you guys, like, talk about what you're – like, what, what was the restaurant? Um, Iron okay. Gate. Okay. DuPont. So how did you – I mean, why didn't he order the steak? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Were you, like we – Did like, he – Did you talk about what you were going to get? Yeah, and we did, like,
0: a couple rounds, so we did, like, probably, like, two topics at a time, Mm -hmm. um, and she just never brought it up, and so I was, like, so surprised, and I think the direct quote from the article is, like, I ate all the plants and seeds and nuts and berries because I wanted to be polite, and it's just, like, I'd rather you be, like, quote-unquote impolite in the moment than trash me in the Washington Post
2: about (laughs) it. (laughs) He's super polite. (laughs) (laughs) That was really rude. It's also just w- weird. It's so weird that like, you bring it up. dude, <laughs> if it really bothers you... I, I mean, if I was on a... And I've done this before. If I know a date isn't going well, I'll order whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, yeah, like, I don't care at that point. You know point. I'm drinking three for one. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. I'll get a cocktail. Yeah. And it's not even, like, who's paying. It's sort of like, I'm not trying to impress you. I ju- like, if I have to be here and I don't want to be here, I might as well, like, make the best of it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So... Just order the fucking steak. Is there anything else about the article or the date that you want to talk about, Jesse, cool. Or need to bring up? So like... Um. Be... I don't think so. Um,
0: I think this is the first time I realized how, like, savage Washington Post commenters are. Because mm. they, like, found every little, like, statement or word and they ripped it to shreds. So, Were you expecting that or did you think about that? Um, I know I've read the comments before, which is why, and I know that they can be brutal, which is why I wanted to spin it in a positive light. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's why I was super nice in the interview. I knew that one of the things that commenters usually tore apart was the fact that girls like guys who are taller than them and like use that as a basis for judging people. So I never brought it up once in my interview. (laughs) However, two of the questions that they randomly selected for my application related to height. Mm -hmm. So one of them was like, what type of guy are you usually attracted to? And I was like, tall, like classically handsome. I went to a southern school, like I usually like guys who were in fraternities. Um, and then another one was deal breakers, and it was like shorter than me, mm-hmm. <laughs> smokes, <laughs> mm-hmm. like Trump supporter. So I was like, she obviously chose two of those statements because because I didn't mention it once. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he And said She needed more that material. I was taller than him.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. So
0: I like I think just she kind of continued that spin against me even in like the smaller nuances of choosing the ta- the statements. Well,
1: so you have talked about your own blog um, a lot so far in this interview. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your blog, uh, which is called Tinder District, and is a really fun read for <laughs> anyone that wants to read a lifestyle blog about DC. Read it. Yeah.
2: I was right It's before. great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like up on my browser.
0: <laughs> TinderDistrict.com? Yes. TinderDistrict.com.
1: Yeah. Tell us about it.
0: Um, so TinderDistrict District is like my baby. Um, and I say that about everything, but it's actually my baby. <laughs> um, so I was in a long-term, long-distance relationship in college that ended um, right when I graduated. The guy was moving away to join the Air Force, and I didn't want to, like... I was 21 when I moved to DC. I was like, I'm young, not going to marry you, like, bye. Um, And so I found myself in DC living in Clarendon, I guess, at the time. Um, And I started going on Tinder dates because that's what I did. (laughs) That's what Um, everyone does. And I started going on these dates, and there were just like, they were fine, Um, but there were some weird stories like, the guy who paid for our date with a coupon and told me what I could and could not order based on what was on the
2: coupon. <laughs> <laughs> what? Shut up. Were you at CBS or something? Um, we were at <laughs> Ruston Town
0: Center. It was just a weird story in general. Like, he showed up 15 minutes late, and I was like, hey, are you James? And he was like, hey, yeah, I am. By the way, I left my wallet at home, so we need to go back to my house to get it. So I'm, like, getting in a stranger's car, going back to his house, his Ooh. parents' house. Um Ooh. And getting his wallet. He By the, the way, <laughs> right? His he mom slips him a coupon. He's like, "Use this."
2: <laughs> I was on so. a second date. I'm not proud.
1: <laughs> Did you go on a third? No. Okay, you learned your <laughs> Did lesson. He You're use fine. A coupon
2: on the te- Did he pay on the second
0: date? Um, no. This is actually quite embarrassing, and I have much more self respect now. <laughs> um, so my grandparents live on a lake in Reston, which is also. A stop on the, on the metro line. <laughs> and, um, so I was like, hey, do you want to come to my grandparents' house and go kayaking? It's that's free. fun.
2: <laughs> no coupon needed. And I, like, picked him you know, up and dropped him back off at home. You know what? Oh, I'm going to give you credit because at least he went kayaking. Yeah, and that's like, fun. Uh, okay, so when did you start your blog? Like, so what's the timeline of you starting to date? and starting the blog when you moved to DC? So I
0: graduated from UVA in May 2015. I probably started dating like June, middle of June 2015. And I started the blog in late July, early August, I want to say. Okay. So it was pretty quick. Um, yeah. and my roommates, I lived with two other girls, one from UVA, one from UNC, and they were both single as well. So we were all going on to date. So it started as like Our three stories, and then they kind of like fell off the radar as they got more busy with work, and then it was just me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still had like categories for them. (laughs) I still signed all the posts, like um, like Tinder District Guide, not like Jay's Guide or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, And I'm anonymous on there. I'm now obviously not anonymous, but all the posts are signed Jay.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. And sorry, what? This was 2015. Yeah. So you've been have you've had two years. Of blogging about your Tinder dates. Yeah,
0: I just got the notification I had to pay for my domain hosting
2: again. I'm going to (laughs) wait. But, like, two whole years. How many... Have you had any relationships within those two years? Yeah.
0: um, So, I dated my ex-boyfriend, Chris, from, like, March through late July of 2016. Okay. And then this guy, Josh, from September through late December of 2016... But second one was an open relationship, and so we both went on dates throughout that time, and we kind of had fun, like, some of our dates would be, like, Tinder and chill, and we'd, like, <laughs> take each other's phones and, like, swipe through Tinder and message <laughs> people ridiculous things. It was actually the best arrangement
2: I've ever had.
0: That's funny. Um, so I've had some relationships come from it, and, like, Chris I met on Happn, just a weird app that I don't use. You were the only person <laughs> I've ever known
2: that's ever used Happen. I've heard about it from a lot of people. It's where you walk by each other. Yeah. It's, like all about wow. based on your proximity. It's like your proximity only. How many, did you go on a lot of happen dates?
0: I probably went on two. Okay. Like Chris and this other guy
2: who was really awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay,
2: hold on. So how, back to the blog. How many, so you don't write about every single date you go on?
1: Uh, uh no. And do you tell guys that you are dating or going on dates with that you write a dating blog?
0: No. <laughs> It's something that I've struggled with. So um, there have been guys who have found it. And I feel like there will be more guys who find it in light of the date lab thing. Because, like, I mentioned, like, my date last Wednesday. I was like, yeah, I went on this date lab date. Mm -hmm. And so if he, like, even, like, remotely Google searched it, he would find it. And, like, all of the comments have links to my blog. So Mm -hmm. I feel like he could find it pretty easily. And it's in my my Instagram bio.
1: So, Okay. What is the reasoning behind not telling people about your dating blog because, I mean, Anna and I have gone on dates and it is pretty easy to avoid talking about this podcast about dating, but also my most...
2: Oh, I was going to say, it's in my, it's on my Bumble bio because A, it's really interesting and people are always interested and I feel a little, I do feel a little weird and I don't even talk like you do, write About these things, I don't really talk about my own dating life on this. Yeah, but we I don't. Still, I think. Yeah, which wasn't really ever the point. But I still feel a little weird not telling people, and I don't know if that's just because, like, I'm—I don't know why. But mm-hmm. mostly, it's just it's every single guy asks about it, so it's like a perfect yeah. Thing
1: it's a good talking about. point. Yeah. yeah, and for me, my relationship started ostensibly as a challenge challenge from our dating podcast but also is like ostensibly um the guy that I'm dating has also gone on a lot of dates and I was like trying to get information about like the dating scene and how one how to better our podcast and two potentially as a person who would be interviewed as a guest on our podcast so we like I think collectively we both have stories where it's like oh we talk about this pretty frequently or freely with our dates but you do not and like what's what's the thinking there?
0: So my thought is that I don't want to write about anyone who's going to read it after or like who I know is going to read it after because the thing about like satire or like playing up things about a date is that like some things aren't going to be 100% true um Mm -hmm. just for entertainment value and like i and at heart, like a nice person, <laughs> and wouldn't want to like bring that on someone. Yeah. If I think that there is like second or third date potential and that they like could know, and gentlemen, this is how you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. if I actually
0: see a future with you,
1: if you know I will not write
0: about
2: them. Mm, oh. Okay. Yeah. So will you take down posts or are you just never write about I them just, in the person? I day?
0: typically don't. Like, I might throw in a paragraph, I might be like, hey, I went on this awesome date, and this actually happened with this guy, a different Chris that I uh, went on a few dates with last year. I was like, hey, like, um, I've been, I know I haven't written in a while, but, like, I went on this awesome date, we, like, took tequila shots in the rain, and, like, made out <laughs> in front of my Uber pool. Um, yeah, <laughs> was my millennial. idea of a perfect date. <laughs> Uber pool with someone already in <laughs> <Yeah>. the Uber?
2: <laughs> yes. she's so probably like, okay, your two minutes is awesome. Uh, <laughs>
0: and mm-hmm. so, like, I don't want to write about it. And then mm-hmm. I'll, like, launch into whatever I'm talking about. And gotcha. then, like, Chris, my other Chris, my like boyfriend of whatever, um, I wrote like two paragraphs about him that was like, I said I deleted dating apps. I didn't actually delete them. I like turned off notifications and moved them to like my last page of apps. (laughs) That's deleting for me. (laughs) Yeah. Good enough. (laughs) So I wrote like two paragraphs about that. And then I wrote like one paragraph when we
2: broke up about how
0: it just like, I liked him as a friend, but it wasn't going to work out.
2: So, okay. So how you said you're on five apps right now. Probably. How many dates do you think you go on a week?
0: Lately, like one to two. Um, in my prime, like four. Okay.
2: Do you do you do like multiple dates a day? Or I have. <laughs> okay. So you were okay. So when was your prime? Um, February
1: 2016.
0: Okay. And then you've sort of slowed down. Yeah. So then, so like, I just had like a like a pretty bad experience that like jaded me. Um, and so I was like, fuck everyone. Like I am going on as many dates as I can. Like I'm abusing men for free drinks. <laughs> um, and so like I went on a ton, like that was what I would do like two in one day, like a hiking date with guy who comments on my Facebook post and then like a drink date later in the afternoon. Um, and then I met Chris mm-hmm. and like, honestly, after our like second date, I was like, I'm, I don't need to go on dates with anyone else. Like we just clicked really well. And we still do, but as friends. Like, I don't think we were ever
1: meant to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I just think that we, like, got along really well, so, and it was easy. So are you in this for potential life partner?
0: I mean, someday. I'm 23, yeah. so. Yeah. I'm uh, not looking for it now, but, like, if it happens, I'm not going to, like, fight it. I won't be like, no, but my blog.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: my brand. gonna be my like, soulmate, but who cares?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so have you learned anything from the experience with Date Lab? the experience with your blog? What are the, like, main takeaways that you've had from it?
0: Um, I've learned a ton of things. Like, just starting from, like, a conversational aspect, like, I've never been a shy person, but now I feel like I could honestly have a conversation with anyone, um, even Awful Dan from
2: <laughs> Datelab. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been for three hours. Yeah. So, <laughs> so impressed Give yourself that. some credit for that. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So there's that and it, like I do consulting. So it helps cuz like you have clients who have all kinds of different personalities and you have to learn to work with them. So, yay, professional development.
1: Yay. <laughs> um
0: also just like when I started, I'd be like super nervous to go on a date. I'd be like I don't know what to say, I don't know what to wear. He's not going to like me. And now it's just kind of like just throwing yourself out there. Like I feel like I can take on any challenge like more effectively and like more bravely just because I've put myself out in so many weird situations. Mm-hmm. Um and also, I think the best part that's coming out, out of it is community. So, like, people like you who like run dating podcasts, who I like love to hang out with and talk with, have become like friends. Oh, yay! People...
2: <laughs> and also, I will say that we met you through another one of our friends who you met through your blog. Yeah, small world. What blog. a Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like girls, girls will like DM me. Mostly, girls will DM me on Instagram, like screenshots of their like Bumble conversations and. Um, I'll respond and we'll like get to talking and then I'll be like, do you live in DC? And Mm -hmm. if they're like, yeah. So I'm like, let's get happy hour. So two of my really recent good friends, Megan and Emily were just girls who DM'd me on Instagram and I like ended up grabbing happy hour with them. So just like, like honestly, like a really great community, which was awesome in the backlash of the date lab incident because people were like, like, no, don't stop blogging. Don't mind the Washington Post commenters who are mm-hmm. just like, she's going to be fired. <laughs> like, Is that what people just, said?
1: Yeah. yeah. What's the worst comment from the date lab?
0: Well, so there were two alt-right hate forums about me oh, um, cool. that were sent to me for whatever reason by the people writing on them. They sent to you? Yeah. So the first one was a guy commented, a random dude commented on like an eight month old Instagram that I'd posted on my personal account. And it was an alt-right law admissions, law school admissions forum that had a
1: hate thread about my date lab post.
0: And That's, it was all about
1: me. <laughs> how did you, how did you know it was an alt-right? Form? Yeah. Like, what um, are the indications? I like looked. That? So the indications
0: at first were that like, it was very much like women belong in the kitchen. Like, they like went to my about me on my blog and it was like, I have a reference to like resting bitch face. And they're like, oh my God, I hate when girls don't like being feminine. And then it was, like, a reference to me doing consulting. They're just like, ugh, why is she ambitious? Like, she should just want to, like, serve me. And I was like, what on earth is this? It's a law firm? It's a law school admissions forum.
1: Okay. What? Gotcha. I don't so, know why like, they review the Princeton law? Review <laughs> message board, right. but for the alt-right. Right. Yeah. Who so also, it's like, So many law schools? And- Yeah.
0: And they also, like, they compared me a million times to Carrie Bradshaw, which is a good thing. And then one post I compared me to Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw, like Elizabeth Gilbert of Eat, Pray, Love, and Beyonce. Oh. And, and they're like, all uh, bad But the golden trio. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yes, please to any one of them. I kind of
2: love that they know who Carrie Bradshaw is, though. Do you yeah. think they watch Sex and the City regularly?
0: I hope so. I can only dream.
2: <laughs> like, they, watch they it know for... it enough to know who Carrie... Like, what that means.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they were just like there were so many things and it was honestly a great experience because I was like, these people care so much. Mm-hmm. Like if they didn't care, they wouldn't say anything, but like yeah. they're like digging deep into my like past. They're like links to every single one of my Instagram photos with like an analysis. Um, one was, I immediately made my Instagram private and like my LinkedIn and my mm-hmm. Facebook. I was like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Yeah. But oh, um, one of the posts was like, it says um, in like, the blog posts, like, Jay, who is this mystery man that she met one of her best friends through Bumble BFF? Like, growing up in the D.C. area and having gone to UVA, shouldn't she have a pretty solid social circle? This girl is obviously such a train wreck that no one wants to hang out with her more than once. Oh, and I was like, mm, okay, sure, let's call it that.
2: <laughs> you can, you only have one friend. Right. So <laughs> that one friend that went to UVA and lives D.C., yeah. it must mean that you don't have that one friend yeah. if you met someone else on Bumble BFF.
1: I know. That's insane. This I, is it
2: just is, like seems so insecure to me. Like
0: Yeah. I and I'm just like sitting back, coffee. like I've got like a cup of coffee. I'm just like, okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, I'm a social train wreck now. That's fun. <laughs> are they still do are they still like on it? Or have they moved on? I to haven't something checked something in forever. Else. Okay. But then there was also so there's a pickup artist forum. Um,
1: this that is the wrote, second message board that like yes. wrote about you. Um okay.
0: so some guy posted on tinder district's facebook page the link um and so it was called the um the article on this pickup artist forum which shouldn't be a thing was called the cunt oh um, no it was like the confused That's urban narcissistic delusional they added a d in the middle <laughs> So confused, they urban narcissistic delusional train wreck. Taking a delusional. That's me. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Um, and they like broke down literally like the date lab post, and then my about me on Tinder district, and then two of my blog posts. Wow. They broke ev- down line by line, and I was like, "You must have spent hours on this. Like you spent hours on my life, and you drove so much traffic to my blog <laughs> that I am getting ad revenue for. <laughs> this is
2: awesome. <laughs> this Good is for you. so weird." Yeah. like I don't the internet man yeah, <laughs> yeah. like one of the, the dark corners, corners of the going internet into of being like let's let's dissect her about me right <laughs> but also like of course i don't know of course it exists yeah yeah, yeah. like of course yeah. there's an alt-right law school or law review i oh, know forum it was oh.
0: like it was like a weird side of like I think this is what they call the
2: dark web.
1: <laughs> like, I, I don't think it. so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're smuggling goods. <laughs> like the, but yeah, yeah, I get you. The Silk
2: Road or
0: whatever. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious what it was such a weird
1: experience but I, like, I mean
2: it, I was addicted when using it to us I was addicted to it yeah I, I, went, like,
1: through, I went through I went through that outright for it. fascinating yeah like
2: the thinking behind this
1: that was illuminating <laughs> yeah
2: reading it I yeah. just was like oh right there are people that like have these thoughts and I don't I mean I don't know yeah. And somehow
1: uh-huh. like make their way into the mainstream yeah from the margins which yeah. is always really funny all right, I think we're done. Well, <laughs> um, that's like the depressing no. note. Um, Thank you so much, Jussie. Yeah, yeah. This was enlightening. Oh, my <laughs>